Welcome to Go Get Great, the podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs and ambitious small business owners. I'm your host, Brittany, owner of Brittany Miller Socials and mother of three. Go Get Great is all about helping you make life and business work together. You'll learn about the fumbles that helped get me and my guests to where we are today so you don't have to make them. So come join the journey with Go Get Great. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Go Get Great podcast. I am really excited about today's topic. It's something that's very new and recent, and I have brought Grayson back onto the podcast with me today to kind of chat about all this. So just kind of a a brief backstory about how I started my podcast, because what we're going to be talking about today is the actual process of starting a podcast, because I had this really big misconception about um, the time and the cost and a bunch of other things about starting a podcast. And it was something that I actually really wanted to do for quite a long time. And I just never dedicated the time to sit down and figure out, you know, what kind of equipment I needed and how much all that was going to cost and like what the process was to do it. And then I actually did it and it's, you know what, been really easy (laughs) insider secret there. It's actually not as complicated as I thought. And, you know, like I'm grateful that I got started, but also kind of, you know, upset that I didn't start sooner because in my mind, it was just this big thing. It was this big project to tackle. So Grayson's going to be joining me today because he is the tech genius behind the podcasting. That being said, you do not need a tech background to do this. I just have the luxury of having some extra fancy features in mind because he has it. So he's going to talk about all of that, but I'm going to get us started today with kind of talking about concept, the concept yeah, (laughs) of how you actually get started with a podcast. So obviously you've decided you want to have a podcast. That's why you're listening to this. So the really big thing that you need to figure out is kind of um, the style and the format of your podcast. So you need to think about whether or not you want to have guests or whether you're flying solo. You need to think about, you know, how often you want to post it. And then in general, what it is that you're going to be talking about in each of your episodes. So you can either have a very broad topic, kind of like mine. So I talk about business and motherhood and kind of blending the two together. So I intentionally picked a very broad topic because I have a lot of passion and a lot of different things that I like to talk about, or you could be something much more niche. Like you could be talking specifically about, you know, how to train your dog, how to train your puppy. Mm. You can really kind of go on either end of the spectrum for me. Broad works really well for myself, but you can also see really great success from having a very specifically niche podcast. And you might actually do, I don't want to say do better, but you know, it's all I mean, about, you could. you could, you could easily do better. It's all about SEO. So if someone wanted to learn how to train their dog and they really like podcasts and they typed in how to train my puppy and your podcast was called how to train my puppy with Grayson Dotsert, <laughs> then chances are your podcast is going to show up. Obviously people are probably not searching, go get great on Spotify. So all of my marketing needs to come from social media to promote my podcast, but that's kind of a separate topic that we will talk about later. So once you have a really solid idea about what it is that you want to talk about, the next step for you should be to figure out the name of what you're going to call your podcast. So I'm very picky about names. (laughs) Grayson laughs at me. I'm picky about a lot of things, but names are one of them. They're very symbolic to me. So I spend a very large amount of time choosing a name for my podcast. But I mean, honestly, reflecting back on it, I think from the day that I decided I was going to start a podcast to the actual day where I had pretty much everything figured out, except my first recording was seven to 10 days. 
it really did not take as long as I thought it was going to. I think the hardest part about the name is making sure it's not taken on like yeah. every single available, <laughs> you know, obviously don't want it to be a podcast. That'd be the worst. But then if you can't mm-hmm. get your Instagram handles or Facebook or website or whatever you're looking for, you're kind of can't really use it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's really important, especially if you'd like to have a podcast that kind of lives on. So I knew that I didn't want to time my podcast. I didn't want to call it, you know, marketing with Brittany Miller socials, because if I ever decided I wanted to stop my business, but I wanted to keep my podcast going, I needed it to kind of be um, self-standing, so to speak. So kind of keep that in mind when you're brainstorming names. And like I said, I'm not a super creative person. And you know, the focus of this podcast is not about AI, but I will share that I did use AI to help me generate some names for my podcast. It didn't give me go get great as a name option, but it helped me figure out what it is that I wanted to focus on in a name and kind of got me started. So you can always use those resources available to you. If you need help on it, don't let the name of your podcast be what stops you from starting it. So once you have the name, I think the next biggest step is a description for your podcast because Mm -hmm. it kind of helps really shape who you are, what it is that you're going to talk about. And kind of once you have some of these key things in place, you can actually start promoting it on social media and generating interest about it before you've released your first episode. So that by the time you're hitting schedule on it, you know that when it goes up, you're going to have listeners because people are excited and interested and on the journey with you. So definitely start talking about this while you're still in this kind of conceptualization phase. You want to make sure it kind of follows your tone too, though. Yeah. You definitely don't want to like be putting stuff out there. Like it's a super fun podcast. And then the entire time you're talking about like business analytics and like, there's no jokes in the entire thing. <laughs> you're going to oh end goodness. up like with severe whiplash for everybody who goes to listen to it. Episode four, should I be on TikTok? Was <laughs> not one of my better ones. <laughs> yeah. So it's really kind of good to have some of those things in mind. So your name and your description. And for me too, the cover art really falls into this category here because it's all about the vibe. So I design absolutely everything I do in my business in Canva. So my cover art was also designed in Canva, but you can also hire external people to help you with this. If that's something that you're looking for, I don't know whether that's something that you want to do, but I know my friend Izzy from Izzy Weight Design, who you all have heard from on my podcast and my socials a lot. She actually offers cover art for podcasts. If that's something that you're looking into, Mm -hmm. So those are kind of the key pieces of conceptualizing. And then once you have that, you kind of move into, I don't really have a name for this phase, but kind of like the startup phase. So it's a little bit like actually getting going. So the first thing that you want to start with would be your intro and outro, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. So again, use AI if you need some help with figuring out kind of an intro script. I think it's really important to spend time focusing on this piece of it because ideally your intro script, you're going to, I'm going to say you're going to make it once and use it forever. That may not be a hundred percent the case. And it's also probably not going to be a one shot deal. (laughs) I think I recorded mine about a dozen times before we finally landed on the one that I was super happy with. But it, again, sets the tone for your podcast and gives you something that you can promote on social media. And we have recorded it once and we've just kind of run with that intro. But Mm -hmm. you need to address kind of some of the key questions that people are going to have when they first come to your podcast, especially if you're not doing a pilot episode. That's kind of a separate thing. But you need to talk about 
who you are, what you're going to talk about, why people should listen and continue like following you on social media. And then you also want to give them the opportunity to connect with you further. So, you know, follow you on socials or um, like, and subscribe to your podcast. So making sure that you're including some of those key pieces in your intro and outro can really help set your podcast apart from others for Mm -hmm. starters. Um, And also just really clarify a lot of things and it doesn't have to be lengthy either what's our rule of thumb i would just keep it short it's like i was kind of saying to Brittany before if you have like a two minute intro and a two minute outro you've got four minutes of intro and outro and when people look at your podcast like the difference between 36 minutes and 40 minutes is going to kind of look big to some people, right? Mm, that's so true. So ours is 26 seconds. I think the outro is a little bit longer because people are going to generally stop listening by then anyway. So mm-hmm. it's just good to get all of your socials out, everything right at the end too. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's some podcasts that I listen to and their intro, I timed it because we were curious about how long it was. Two minutes. And I don't know about all listening platforms, but on Spotify, you can only skip ahead 15 seconds. So like I'm hitting this skip ahead button on repeat so that I don't have to keep listening to this two minutes. So keep user experience in mind too, while you're doing this, because that is a huge part of your podcast brand now, because it's a brand. You want to make it pretty concise too, because I've heard somewhere it sounds like they recorded it once and it, it's very like odd. So what, if you practice it a few times, record it a few mm. times, and then you have something like solid you can put out there, it doesn't sound really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's really big. And the exciting thing about that is, is once you've kind of recorded your intro and outro, you can start marketing podcasts (laughs) because you have content for it now. Uh, One other piece of the intro that I do want to talk about that I feel like is overlooked sometimes is that usually your intro is not just uh, voice. There's usually background music that goes along with it. (laughs) So you can try and find royalty-free music. There's options like, what was it? So the SoundCloud, SoundCloud. but sometimes... Some like, cause it's just user created stuff. Sometimes you won't be able to download what they have. Sometimes they'll make you uh, like, I, I can't remember if you have to follow them or something before you can download it, or you have to agree. You're not going to use it for commercial stuff. So you wouldn't be able to use it in a podcast. So that's kind of hard. There's one website called free sound project. I believe it's just sound effects, but there is at least uh, like audio where you can put it in an intro and there might be some music in there too, but it'll be pretty short. Mm-hmm. It'll be way easier for you if you're willing to pay like $5 or something to, to buy music because you will find millions of songs for $5 that are all very good quality. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm a Canva girl through and through. There are some some music clips on Canva that you could use because Canva has purchased the rights and royalties for this stuff. Same with all of the design elements that you use. So you could do that as well. But for me, it was really important that my podcast stood out and wasn't something that someone else could have in their podcast. So I am grateful and also fortunate to be in a position where Grayson has the time and talent and resources to do that. So he did actually play the guitar in the background on my my intro and outro. So if that's something that you're interested in doing, then let us know. I think Grayson would be able to help you with that piece of it, but just don't spend too much time on this piece of it. Because I mean, truthfully, if I didn't tell you that there was even guitar music in the background of my intro, would you even know? <laughs> yeah. It also, it also like, you don't want to focus on it too much. Like I think it only took me like an hour to basically come up with it and then record it and then put it in there. 
like it wasn't too too bad and then i just didn't worry about it too much and then you kind of just hear it in the background usually you're going to mix the audio like way down in the background too you want your voice to be so much louder than it so it's going to be like a very very background part of your intro and outro so once you've got your your intro and your outro set like i said you can like start marketing your podcast which is super exciting so i know one of the questions that i had before i started my podcast project was how much is this going to cost me? I'm a bit of a bottom line girl when it comes to business. And you know, I was actually really surprised by the number. So I personally did invest some capital collateral into starting, but I have since learned that you can start on like a ground zero budget. <laughs> so Grayson, why don't you share with us how you can kind of get started with your podcast without investing a whole bunch of money? Yeah. So if you have a lot laptop, that works almost better because you can just use your laptop microphone. It's obviously not going to be the greatest quality, but you can improve it by going in your closet or being in a really soundproof room or like keeping basically out of loud areas and stuff like that. It's obviously not going to be as good as using a microphone, but it'll work for free. And a lot of people aren't going to worry about it too much. Like Brittany's podcast most of the people she is talking to are using a laptop microphone or mm-hmm. like a bottom line other microphone. And it's it's noticeable, but it's not turning people away as much as you would think it is. All mm-hmm. the words are understandable and all of that stuff. You can get audio editing programs for free. I use Audacity for all of the edit- editing for that. Mm-hmm. If you're doing video, there is almost nothing that is free that isn't going to be an absolute nightmare to work with. So I use Filmora Pro. It's pretty cheap. I'll have to look at what it is and put it in the description. That's for video editing to actually record the video. Yeah. So recording video, um, Brittany uses Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're having guests, you're almost going to need it anyways, because they're probably not going to be in your location all the time. There are lots of platforms that you could record on. I've heard of I've heard good things about StreamYard, but again, paid subscription. If you're just starting your podcast for the first time, well, for starters, good for you, but you're probably not going to want to invest in it until you know if it's something that you actually enjoy and can be consistent with. So start with these free options and then, you know, six or 12 months down the road, if you're still loving it and you're looking to kind of improve, then that's when you could revisit something like this Mm -hmm. and kind of invest in some more equipment for recording whether it be video or audio. So yeah. like I did mention, we purchased some audio equipment. Did you want to yeah. briefly share what it was that we Yeah. Did? Before we talk about our stuff, if you don't have like a laptop, obviously you're not going to like most desktops don't have built-in microphones. You mm-hmm. can get, I would just go on Amazon, type in like USB microphone and you'll find like hundreds of them with four stars, five star reviews. So you're probably fine with most of those. We, I, so I already had, um, an XLR microphone. They're just generally better to work with than USB microphones, but you have to, yeah. So I have actually it here. So you have to like, have like this bigger cable plugged into it or whatever. So it doesn't just work like a USB, which means you're going to end up needing an audio interface to plug into, which is going to be expensive. So I would recommend just getting like cheap USB microphone. Anything that's like $80 is going to be pretty good. You can get them for like 20 and it'll be probably better than a laptop (laughs) microphone. So you don't have to worry too much about that. I'll put everything that we bought in the show notes like Mm -hmm. that we have 
But um, if you're looking to invest in the kind of equipment we have, just so that you're aware, you're probably looking at three to five hundred dollars to purchase yeah. the audio interface and the microphone. We also have boom boom stands for ours because that helps improve your mm-hmm. audio quality. It's not sitting on the desk, so you don't get all the bump and bounce noises uh, while you're recording. Yeah, and there are cheaper audio interfaces too, like. You could probably, with our equipment setup, mostly spend like $200 Canadian, of course, mm-hmm. or like, yeah, two to 300 if you're going for like a cheaper setup, which is, and then Brittany bought an extra microphone because she had in-person clients too. Guests. Guests, yes. Guests too. So, so you're looking at like a little bit more if you're planning on doing that, but I would say most of the time you can just deal with what you have and it'll be good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, for me, that was the biggest piece. So, I mean, I did invest a little bit and I was okay with that, but finding out that there are free options, podcasting really is an alternative that is available for anyone. You do not need tech experience. You do not need a large budget. You just need a little bit of creativity and some passion to kind of get it going, which is That's really cool. Audacity? Uh, you mentioned it briefly, but you okay. should probably mention it. Yeah. I'll just say it again in case I missed it. Uh, I use Audacity for audio editing. It's like the best free thing you could possibly have for this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, it's like basically as good as, well, at least for like starter, like just kind of doing your base stuff for normal speaking. It's like all you will ever need for that, uh, for audio editing that way. So I definitely recommend using that one. Mm-hmm. So uh, key tips for recording podcasts from a somewhat experienced podcaster (laughs) set a timer just for reference. This is the second time we're recording this episode (laughs) because the first time we did it, we talked way too much. So being able to have a visual reminder of kind of how far you are through your episode is a really great way to stay on track. I would say that's one of the really big things, especially if you're doing a solo episode, Mm -hmm. I, I recommend like planning out your sections. You don't necessarily need to write a script, but script because we like went so off topic the first time we recorded this, it was just going to be a nightmare. So like kind Part of, of me get... wants to post it though, because <laughs> there was a lot of good info there, but like kind of just get which sections you're doing. Like you want to get out whatever the first thing you're going to talk about is like an outline yeah. wireframe. If you've got guests, it's going to be a lot harder. You're probably just going to, you know, have your questions and then you're going to go through them, but you still want to like talk about what they're talking about too. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a part two to this. It's going to talk more specifically about how to actually manage a podcast once you get started with this, but I want to keep this one pretty basic. So, I mean, aside from that, my one other tip, so set a timer, try and have uh, some prep notes or a rough framework. Even if you have a guest, it's always good to have a couple questions that you can throw in there. If conversation kind of comes to a point where you're giving each other the awkward stare through the computer, <laughs> it's just nice to be prepared in that sense. And I would say kind of the third big thing is to just give yourself grace. Like I know this is like such an overused phrase, but you are not going to be perfect the first time you do this. Mm, I'm still learning things as I'm going. I'm making mistakes. You know, I'm not always super well-spoken. I say, um, and like, and uh, a lot more than I would really like to. Grayson edits a lot of it out for me, which I super appreciate. Brittany is also like very good at speaking in the first place. I find like, I'm sure if you're listening to me talk, you can (laughs) probably hear it is not nearly as good as Brittany. And I have to constantly think about not using the word like, um, so you will never be, I don't think you'll ever be good the first time you do it. Like no. even the biggest podcasters, like I've listened to, they, they've said the first time I did it, I was not good. You do it for years, months, years, like decades, you're going to end up being like way better at talking. 
Mm -hmm. So just keeping that in mind too, because I know, you know, when Grayson started editing for me and again, topic we'll talk about later, but I was like, it's got to be perfect. (laughs) And it's absolutely impossible to edit all of that stuff out as much as you try. And also, honestly, I find that when we do, it doesn't sound as natural. It doesn't sound as authentic. Well, we can actually, we can talk about that like in the actual later section and then yeah, if you want. But it's just, it doesn't sound as natural and authentic to me because I know that as a human being, I say like an um and ah uh, and, you know, kind of really and all of those things. So by taking all of that out, it takes out my personality, which is kind of the whole point of podcasting. Yeah. You just don't want it to be annoying. Mm-hmm. But like when you're getting into actually just talking in your podcast, that's obviously where you have the most creative freedom, right? You mm-hmm. just, you're going to have your own sections and everything in there. Mm-hmm. And I would say my one other pro tip is expect it to be easier than you think it will be. I don't even know whether that makes sense. (laughs) Not, it doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) But it's going to be easier than you think. So we'll talk about how you can find guests later. But aside from, you know, the cost and the equipment and how long it would actually take to do this, I thought it would be extremely challenging to find people to be on my podcast that they would want statistics and demographics to see that it lined up. Mm-hmm. Not a thing. Literally no one has ever asked me about that. Actually, that's not true. One person did, but not because they cared just because they wanted to bring some information for my specific audience. But people want to be on podcasts. They are like huge and super popular right now. It is going to be so easy. If you want to have guests on your podcast, you just kind of have to put it out there and you're going to be fine. So for me, that was my other big thing. Cause I went into podcasting knowing that I wanted to have people on my podcast. I wanted to be able to socialize and interact and add value and create connections in that way. And I thought it was going to be like this uphill battle of me begging people via email to be on my podcast. And that has not been the case at all. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Everybody finds it fun. <laughs> yeah. It is actually so much fun. And it's, once you get talking to, it's not nearly as nerve wracking as you would think it would be. No, it's really not. So I think that those are kind of my big key takeaways from podcasting. So just a little bit of a, a summary, you know, figure out your idea of what it is that you want to do, then get started, do some thinking, do some brainstorming, create a description and a name and then get your equipment. If you want to do that, or just like download zoom and audacity, start recording your intro and your outro, figure out what your cover art is going to be, get kind of some of those logistical pieces in place. And then before you hit play on episode two or part two of this sequence, I would maybe try and come up with, I don't want to say framework, but like three to five ideas of what your podcasts are going to be. And you're going to want to batch create your first few podcasts just so that when you get started, you have enough to kind of keep being consistent, keep the momentum going while you're at it. So before you even figure out how to do the rest of it, sit down and make sure that you can come up with three to five ideas with the name and the description of what it is that you want to do. Because if you're struggling to come up with those three to five ideas, then I would honestly recommend you go back to the drawing board because it might not be a great fit if right out of the gate, you're having, you're challenged to come up with some of those ideas. Also don't go crazy with it and make like 40 (laughs) because you're going to end up with stuff that is just either not topical or like just way too far down the line (laughs) where you've done the exact same thing. You know, for instance, Brittany's going through a rebrand right now. It would be really bad if you, (laughs) if you rebranded like 
11 weeks into posting your 40 week podcast that you've made. Mm-hmm. Or like another great example, did anyone else predict the pandemic? Because I definitely did not. And if you're releasing podcast episode and you're like a news company, you're kind of missing the news there. So like you can't batch create news though. <laughs> I know that, but you know, the example still stands of you need your content to be relevant. So do a couple. I try not to batch more than like three or four podcasts in advance at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also the kind of person that really likes a lot of creativity, freedom mm-hmm. and rain. And I change ideas all the time and not everyone likes that, but that's just kind of who I am. So having that flexibility in my podcast is really big and you do, you, you really can do kind of whatever you want with your podcast. So those are some of my best tips. And I know that everyone's probably going to be wondering, you know, how do I edit? Is it really something that I can do? And the answer to that question is yes, absolutely. Grayson is my podcast manager and he actually does all the editing on my behalf. However, should Grayson need to take a vacation or something? (laughs) For starters, I'd be mad <laughs> wondering why I'm not on it with him, but <laughs> I could actually go in and do the editing myself. I've seen it. I understand the process. It is actually extremely beginner friendly and audacity, but it is a bit of a concept. So I want to make sure that he has time to talk about that. And we're not going to put that in this episode. I mean, I can just briefly talk about, you can, you can basically just add your intro and outro and then you're done. Like if you really wanted to, if there's more you can do about it and I'll talk about that in like part two, but for just simple terms, you can just drop your intro in, drop your outro in, put the episode in, and then you can just put it as an MP3 and then you're done basically. Yeah. So once you've got that finished file, let's say you're not doing a lot of editing to it you're just keeping it very simple. Good for you. You're going to put it into um, a podcasting host. Yeah. It's I'm called an call RSS feed. <laughs> so if you want to look it up, you can just, you know, look up RSS feeds and figure that out. But mm-hmm. there, and there's actually tons of options available. Yeah. But I'm going to let Grayson kind of take over here. Cause although I know how to do it, he speaks this kind of language better than I do. Yeah. So honestly, I don't really know what the difference is between a lot of them. They're, you'll see charts and things for posting and all this stuff. I recommend just using uh, what's it called? Podcast, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters. Yeah. Which was previously anchor.fm. So if you still just type in anchor.fm into your search bar, it'll take you right there. And then you can just go to Spotify for podcasters, which is not just for Spotify. So if you're like posting a video to YouTube, you basically go onto YouTube and post it. But that's not really how podcasts work for podcasting platforms. You have this thing called an RSS feed where you're uploading your episodes to, and that's where you type in your your title and your description and everything that goes on a podcasting platform. And then you link them to every podcasting platform. So you'll link it to Spotify. You'll link it to Apple Podcasts. You'll link it to Stitcher and whatever. And then it'll automatically post to all of those when you post the episode in your RSS feed. So or you schedule. Don't, yes, or schedule it. But you really don't need to be logging into Spotify, uploading it there, logging into Apple Podcasts, uploading it there, logging into this. It'll You just link it all and then you post it and it's done. Mm-hmm. It's like an intermediary platform. It's actually incredibly helpful. And again, very user-friendly. It operates very similar to a Word document. You just go in and type whatever you need. You can hyperlink things. You can change the cover graphic on it. There's a lot of different cover customization options there. Um, and since you can link it to like anything, you can put it on your website too. You can like just drop your RSS feed 
in there, link it, and then you've basically got your podcast that'll play on your website as well. And mm-hmm. it'll still track all of the metrics for it too. Yeah. So you'll know how many people are listening to it on your website, how many on Apple Podcasts, how many on Spotify, et cetera. Mm-hmm. One thing that I just want to say, since we're on the topic of analytics, um, but also on websites, so you can actually listen to the Go Get Great podcast at BrittanyMillerSocials.ca slash podcast. <laughs> which is SEO for your business, just saying. Uh, But I found it really helpful to be able to see my audience demographics. So you can see a lot of that on um, Instagram too, if you're using social media, but you can see kind of where people are listening, how old they are, what platforms they're using. So it's a great way to learn more about your business and kind of the value and service that you're providing to your people. Because typically your listeners are also going to be the people that follow you on social media. So I just thought that that was a very neat feature of it. I didn't know that was all going to be available. Yeah. So you've done your basic, your conceptualizing, you've got your intro and outro recorded. Hopefully you are brainstorming some ideas for your initial episodes. You've obviously edited your intro and outro in audacity already. You can start talking about all of that on social media. So, you know, what next? You've uploaded, well, you may not have recorded your initial episodes. You probably haven't used Spotify for podcasters yet, but the big question is, you know, what comes next? So again, we're not going to dive into this topic because there is a lot, but I do want to let you know what we're going to talk about in the next episode. So we're going to talk a little bit more about, um, the editing process. Yeah. Uh, we can do some more information there. I'm going to spend some time sharing my process on how I manage my podcast from finding guests to organizing all of that, how I prep for my episode recordings, what happens after that, you know, what it's like to work with a podcast manager. And uh, we can also talk a little bit about monetizing your podcast and uh, maybe also a little bit about how you can promote it on social media. So kind of some of the big pieces about, you know, what happens next. Anything else you want to add to that, Gray? I don't think so. I think I'll cover most of like the length of time it takes to edit and stuff like that too, which is probably something that's <laughs> that's kind of important. But yeah, I think you pretty much cover it. So for any of you guys that are listening to this right now, I just want to put it out there that if you're interested in starting your podcast and you're like, this all sounds fantastic. And yes, I could do it myself but either I don't have the time or I just don't want to, and you're interested in hiring a podcast manager, Grayson is actually (laughs) going to be stepping into that role for my business. So I'm really excited to be offering this as a new service for anyone that's interested. You can work with me to manage the social media aspect of it if you'd like. And Grayson can do all of the editing from helping you uh, with your intro and outro and the background music to actually editing the podcast and posting, uh, posting it, oh, writing your, your show notes and your descriptions. Oh, that's something we didn't talk about, show notes and descriptions. So we'll put that in part two as well. Yeah. So we will cover all of that that from, you know, A to P of podcasting, how do you get up and get started? So I hope you found some really good value in this episode. We tried to be concise, but informative for you. And we will be doing a much deeper dive in the next one. It will probably be a little bit longer just so you are aware. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you for part two. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to go get great. I hope you found some useful tips and tricks that can help you make life and business work together. If what I said resonates with you, please share it on social media and don't forget to tag at Brittany Miller Socials so that I can celebrate you for taking those first steps towards achieving greatness. 
Remember, success doesn't happen overnight. It takes dedication, hard work, and a lot of spirit. So don't be afraid to dream big and go after what you want. Keep striving for greatness. You get closer with every step forward, no matter how small they may seem. Until next time, go get great.